Hello again. Welcome to top 10 tips for teachers and trainers. So my top 10 as far as us being the best we can be so our learners can be the best they can be is starting with preparation. Have you heard of the five Ps? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Or another way to say that is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. What that's saying is make sure all your ducks are lined up in a row, ready to go. If you've got an activity, make sure you've trialled it, make sure it's going to work, make sure that you've got note to self, bring XYZ in, trial it, get it ready, come in cl into class beforehand, set up. Set up the class to make it interesting when your learners arrive. If they're used to four square walls and a whiteboard, mix it up. Change the class direction or put in um, uh, props, etc., so that there's a focal point. Learners are learning the moment they arrive in. That's preparation. You've got to be onto that. The second point of my top 10 teach tips is be cool. Yeah, consider outcomes of learning. Consider outcomes of learning. Cool. What that's suggesting is make sure you start with an end in mind. You know what you have to achieve. Maybe it's a criteria. Maybe it's the, um, um, the, the idea of your organization's standard operating procedures. Maybe there's a curriculum that you're guiding, you're being guided by. Ensure that you start with the end in mind for your class preparation. The third tip is to support learners to create their own ground rules. So it's no use in an adult learning environment, rules coming from you. It just sounds pedagogical. It sounds like we're treating our learners like they're in primary school. So have the participants themselves come up with what they expect is a logical, worthwhile, and achievable set of ground rules. Fourth tip is to be yourself. Don't try and be somebody you're not. Learners will see straight through you if you're trying to be uh, anybody other than yourself. Be real. In that, also be a good example. You are a role model. You are teaching whether your mouth is open or closed. The clothing that you wear. If you're in an environment where occupational health and safety um, is a consideration, then you need to be dressed for the occasion. Don't be saying, make sure you wear uh, safety glasses when doing this and you yourself aren't wearing them. Make sure in industry that you're wearing steel cap boots and you yourself aren't wearing them. So ensure that you are the best example that you can be, which is closely related to tip number five, walk the talk. It's talking about don't be teaching something that you know nothing about. In order to teach it, You've got to know how to do it. Many years ago, I was a chef, and I used to say, if you can't spell it, you can't cook it. Now, similar to that, it's the same concept in that if you can't do it, don't teach it. You've got to be exemplary in the role model and in the modelling behaviour and skills for your learners. Tip number six is around the word semiotics. Semiotics is talking about is learning through visuals. 
signs, sounds, symbols, screen and situations coming together with the idea of learning through visual support. So safety signs around the room. On your PowerPoint, maybe having sounds so that they reflect what you're trying to teach. The screen choices that you use, whether web screens, whether television screens or video screens, ensure that they are supporting learning and not just there for garnish, not just there for that additional extra entertainment. If you're going to put up a cartoon, make sure that the cartoon is relevant to the point that you're teaching. And the situations we're talking about in the semiotics is being able to link back the learner's learning to something that's happened, maybe a case study, maybe a newspaper article, maybe a situation that's happened in industry. So yes, it might be a story as well. But the semiotics is ideal for learners to be able to continue their learning. Tip number seven is questions. Have a listen to the other podcast around questions and Bloom's taxonomy. But ensure that you're guiding your learners' learning through questioning. Plan your questions ahead of time. Write them down in your session plans so that you are asking questions to have learners thinking through what it is that you're teaching them. The other tip is around timing. Be very respectful of the learners' timing. Don't cut into their lunchtime. Don't hold them back after class is due to have finished because you've you know gone slow, you've missed a point, et cetera, et cetera. Be effective with your time. Think of it as newspaper headlines. Okay, you've got a lot to get through, I know, but what's the absolute have to? What's the must know, the must do? What is it that the learners have to walk away with you, um, having taught them or introduced them to? So it may mean you foregoing that second activity or another learning point in lieu of getting um, a decent time on one particular point. And then that second point that you've missed goes into another session or extra reading for homework or whatever it might be. But timing is crucial because it's respecting the adult learner's time. The, the ninth tip is support. Being supportive is going to be reflected being inclusive. You know, you don't have to be their friend, but I want you to be friendly. So asking learners how they're going. If you notice somebody down glum, find out, hey, is everything okay? Be prepared to advertise or to, to mediate for your school or your RTO's um, learning support team. If it's mental health issues that you suspect, it's bigger than you. We're not asking you to be somebody you're not. You don't have to be a counsellor. You don't have to be a doctor. But just fielding the participant in the right direction is as supportive as it needs. And at the end of the day, just having somebody asking, how are you going? Is everything okay? Is so crucial. As we know well with the now quite famous Are You Okay campaign. Finally, in the 10th, teachers' tips, multimedia and multimodal learning. Ensure that you're using more than one platform for learning. So the multimodal learning is so participants can see 
Read it, hear it, touch it, taste it, feel it, walk it, go there. The idea is having the same learning opportunity in a variety of different ways. The multimedia, quite similar to that same concept. Is it on video? Is it in print? Is it something, perhaps a podcast? Boom, boom, here you are. Is it an idea that your learners can learn without you? The learners can learn and they don't have to be in your class. So think, the top 10 teachers' tips. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Be cool, consider outcomes of learning. Support your learners to set up their ground rules. Be yourself, be a good example. Walk the talk. Engage with semiotics, the signs, the sounds, the symbols, the screens, the situations. Ask questions. Consider your timing. Learners support and supporting learners and using multimedia and multimodal learning opportunities. I trust that you'll make the best use of these top 10 tips to be dynamic in your classroom, to be mad, make a difference for your learners. Thanks for listening.